Hey, John, we, uh, we don't usually start our podcast with talking like this, do we? No, we decided to, uh, I guess, take a break for the holiday, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. You're going to, you're going to, cause normally yeah. the theme song plays, but you're, yeah. you're going to hear the theme song, but for our holiday, what we're repurposing an old episode, aren't we, John? We are. And also in, in lack of genius style, we're late by a, uh, we're late by a week. So we're last year we did a 4th of July episode and I talked about the, mm-hmm. my favorite 4th of July movie, the Sandlot. We are going to give you an opportunity to hear that again. John, I don't, I, I, I don't think, well, you don't listen to the podcast anyway, so you didn't go back to listen to this one, did you? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I'm sure it was pretty rough. <laughs> it, I'm sure we've gotten a lot better over the year. This episode you're about to hear, which I really encourage, even if you have heard this episode, to listen again because you can hear what we sounded like 53 weeks ago, I believe it was, because it was mm-hmm. our second ever episode. We did episode zero, we did episode one about each other. This was our second ever episode where John quizzed me on Fourth of July history. I quizzed him on the Sandlot. And you know, there are two things, John. One, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, we've come a long way. But two, we've always been pretty gone darn okay at what we're doing, you know, mm-hmm. because we're just, we're just friends hanging out and chatting. So you're about to hear that, but I do want to take a moment. Um, it was so funny, John, when I listened back, there was no, there was no tidy up jingle. There's no quiz time jingle you're going to hear today. So I'm sorry in advance, but I thought what we could, we could do is just do a, a very short tidy up of sorts right now where I wanted to plug our good friend, Alyssa Rocca's upcoming show. She was from our opera episode and she is doing a, not just a live performance of her company's first ever opera. This is Paradox Opera, which you can go to paradoxopera.org to check this out. She is actually live streaming uh, an original show called COVID Chronicles featuring her and three other um, opera singers. But we would love our loggers to show up and support that. So on Mm -hmm. Friday, July 15th, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you do your math to figure out where you are. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, July 15th, you can live stream Alyssa's opera, COVID Chronicles. Again, all the info's at paradoxopera.org. Let's uh, let's show her that the the law community appreciates and supports her and uh, and all show up and watch her sing all pretty like. Does that sound good, John? Yeah, just tell her that, uh, you know, just leave in the comments that the Like a Genius podcast uh, told you guys about it. Yes. Because we get $7 every time you do. No, that's not true. We get nothing. No, we don't. <laughs> no. We would just love for her to see that our community supports her. So feel free to let her know. Mm-hmm. The the It'll be on her Twitch, but that's all at paradoxopera.org. So uh, go and check that out. And uh, and John, let's, um, without further ado, here's our usual jingle and, and enjoy the 4th of July celebration. John like second lives in Indiana, you know. Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio. John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo. While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio, it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars from Venus, that's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. John, hello! Hey! Look at me coming out, you hot. It's Kevin here. Nice to see nice to see you vocally again. <laughs> you too. And nice to have our listeners back. At the um, at the risk of, of, of coming off as, as full of myself, I wrote that theme song. It's been stuck in my head all week. <laughs> Same. My yeah, own? no, it's been stuck in mine, and I, I, we've gotten a lot of good feedback about it, too. And whenever someone said something good on Instagram or something, I'm like, yeah, Kevin wrote it. Yeah, well, thank you I, for I, saying I, that. 
Yeah, I, I take no credit on it. I was going to say, you could fully take credit. John's running pretty much all our social media accounts. That doesn't mean that I won't have some say in, like, responding. But, yeah, John, if you take the credit and don't tell me, I'll, I'll never know. So... <laughs> Well, we are at a, we're at episode two here, John. We may, we haven't yeah. been kicked off the air yet. The air being just the internet waves, so that's good. We're doing Fourth of July related things. So John has prepared a quiz about the Fourth of July. The Fourth of July in general, and I have chosen to do a quiz about my favorite. Look, not just my favorite Fourth of July movie, but my one of my top five favorite movies of all time, The Sandlot. That's up there with Mighty Ducks one and two. Uh, cool Runnings, and um, and Happy Gilmore. So those may come up down the line later. Put that knowledge away for later. But The Sandlot is my favorite 4th of July movie, and I have a quiz ready for you, John, about that. Okay, sounds good. Well, I think I think we should just go for the quizzes, yeah? You feel good about yeah, this, John? So I do. We're going we're gonna to try a slightly different format this week. Instead of one person doing all of their questions at once, we're going to alternate taking the quiz and asking the questions, um, which I think will be a lot of fun. So... Why don't uh, why don't we just start with you? Why don't you ask the first question uh, from your quiz? We can do that. Okay. The first question is, <laughs> who was the main author of the Declaration of Independence? Oh, man. This is going to end poorly for Kevin. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, or Alexander Hamilton. I'd like to preface this by saying I do have not only a high school diploma but a college diploma, and I um, <laughs> I'm really nervous about how stupid this is going to make me look. Not not just this one question, but all the questions. I I am pretty sure the answer to that is Thomas Jefferson. I'm pretty positive. You're correct. <laughs> yeah, go Kevin. All right, so good. I'm one for one on my on my knowledge of American history so far mm-hmm. in the Fourth of July. So let's um let's hop over to the Sandlot now, John. I, I asked you before I made this quiz when the last time you saw this movie was, and what was your answer? I don't remember. Good, which was music to my ears. Um, no, I do want to let you know that Emily took the quiz earlier, but I did not look at it, and this is one of her favorite movies. How did she do? That's your wife, Emily, by the way. How did she do? Yeah, she got four out of five. Okay, not bad. All right, and, and she said we may have to watch it later. So. Yes. As I was putting these questions together, I was like, I am going to watch this movie immediately. I'll probably watch it on the 4th, actually, is what I'll do. (laughs) All right. So in the movie, The Sandlot, who signed the baseball that the Sandlot kids must retrieve from the beast, the dog on the other side of the fence? Who signed the baseball? Was it A, Ted Williams, B, Mickey Mantle, C, Babe Ruth, D, the entire 27 Yankees team? My immediate response wanted to say Mickey Mantle. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's right. I think it's Babe Ruth. The fact that you have the entire 27 Yankees team as an option mm-hmm. points me towards Babe Ruth. <laughs> and is that is are you going with the direction that you've been? I'm going. I'm going with Babe Ruth. You got it, bud. You got it. Great, great deduction. Now, I don't know if you remember this, John, but yeah, Babe Ruth is the one that got hit over the fence. When they eventually retrieve it, spoiler alert, and take it to the owner of the dog. He trades them for the chewed-up Babe Ruth ball in exchange for a ball signed by the entire 27 Yankees. Okay. So I was hoping you would remember that and it would throw you off, but man, John, (laughs) you got it by me. So, all right, well, we're both one for one to start. That's pretty impressive. We are. (laughs) So the next question is, what day should we actually be celebrating Independence Day on? Wow. July 5th, July 3rd, July 2nd, or June 30th? Wow, I don't know that I realized that this was the case. So I'm guessing what this is translating to is what day was was 
the Declaration of Independence actually signed, probably. I mean, I get, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of thinking out loud. But it's not actually the 4th. My goodness. Well, I'm going to play it safe and stay within a day. And if I do that, that's either July 3rd or July 5th. Oh, man. My, my gut has been July 3rd. But now I'm like, what if they delayed it and they, like, they wrote it up on the 4th but didn't actually sign it till the 5th? Oh, gosh. I'm going to go against my gut instinct and go with that change because I wish I had done it last episode. I'm going with July 5th. You sure? I'm positive. Let's do it. July 5th. Incorrect. Dang it. That was a loud buzzer. All right. Which <laughs> what was it? July 2nd. Okay. So at least I would have missed it either way. Yeah. July 2nd is actually the day that they voted on, on ratifying it. So, so it became official, did. like, we're doing it. We're, we're declaring right. our independence. Okay. And then July 4th is when, from what my understanding is, is when they finished signing it. And then it got put out to be published. So here's a question for you. In Indiana, where you are in Muncie, mm -hmm. do people, like, shoot off all kinds of fireworks in the days and weeks leading up to the 4th of July? Kind of. I mean, it happens out here in the country where we're at, too, not yeah. just in town. It more so, it probably happens even more out in the country because you can kind of get away with more stuff. So, gotcha. Because yeah, here in LA, look, it's there. There are some cities where it is it is legal to buy fireworks and shoot them off, mm -hmm. but most it is not. And I'm telling you, for like four or five weeks leading up to the fourth, and then four or five weeks after, it's it's a fireworks show every night, and it's insane. And my dog hates it, and he he gets he gets anxious oh, yeah. and stresses out. Um, but so what I was going to say is, July second is the only day leading up to the fourth that we should be allowed to shoot off fireworks in celebration <laughs> of of the question that you just asked. Okay, great question, John. So I'm one for two. Here we go. Let's see how mm -hmm. you do on number two about the Sandlot. Which character tells the story of the beast in the Sandlot treehouse, which ends in the repeating of the line "forever." Forever. That's a clue because he says it like that. Was it yeah. A Ham, B Yeah Yeah, C Smalls, or D Squints? I know it's not Smalls. Mm -hmm. I want to say it's either Ham or Squints. I know Squints is the one with the glasses, if memory serves. Okay. Because he has to squint without him. That would make sense, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I just have this picture in my head of him saying it. So I'm going to go with Squints. Squints is your final answer. Squints is my final answer. You got it, man. Great deduction. Great job. Wow, you're two for two. You're doing great. Fun fact that I learned in researching this, the character Squints, Michael Paladoris was the character's name, was named after an actual guy that the movie that the guy who wrote the movie, it, it was a nerd in high school who he played <laughs> baseball with. The, they slightly changed the spelling of Paladoris, though. And so this Michael Paladoris guy, the real-life version, sued the writer and creator of the Sandlot didn't it, it didn't hold up. Whatever they said, there wasn't enough similarities. Even though like, <laughs> it's pretty freaking clear that it was about this guy, which is hilarious. Um, all right, wow, two for two. I'm one for two, so I I, I got some pressure on here. So um, let's see how I do here. Where did the first Fourth of July fireworks show happen? Mm. Washington D.C., mm -hmm. wow. Boston, wow. New York City, or Philadelphia? These are all really strong choices. Like you didn't, you didn't throw me like a Tokyo or something, you know, <laughs> like you didn't throw me a bone, a throwaway answer. I feel like it could be any one of those. I don't think New York city. Uh, well, see, it's, I'm assuming that the fireworks shows happen like, you know, in the, in the 1700s or 1800s. But now that I think about it, were fireworks even invented then? I don't know. I don't know anything about explosives. Um, <laughs> 
Philadelphia, for some reason, jumps out to me. Maybe it's just because there was that cracked Liberty Bell in the city and Benjamin Franklin is from there. And I'm just, it's either way, it's going to be thrown in a dartboard. So I'm, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just, I'm going to say it was Philadelphia. I'm choosing it. You are correct. Oh my gosh. Wow. What an excellent guesser I am. <laughs> <laughs> any, any fun facts about that for us? I believe it was like 1777 or 78 or okay. something like it was in the 1700s and yes fireworks were invented by them. <laughs> and they didn't burn down the city apparently, right? No, they didn't. In fact, I could be misappropriating uh, the quote, but I believe it was John Adams that initially said that celebration should happen with fireworks and and stuff. There's a, so if if that's true, I want to find the quote. Let's say the quote is "Let there be fireworks, John Adams," and I want to get a big picture of a firework and I want to put it up on my wall forever. <laughs> that's the real John Adams quote right there. Yeah, I mean, it was in a letter, um, oh. and so I think he had just written a letter to someone saying, "Hey, this is what should happen." And that letter didn't get ignored; it got put into place, and that is why <laughs> dogs uh, have anxiety every Fourth of July. Pretty much. Thanks to John Adams. All right. Well, here we go. I'm going to get into question three for you on mm-hmm. on the Sandlot. You're two for two right now. What is the name of the lifeguard who squints tricks into a kiss at the pool? Is it A, Cindy Peppercorn, B, Wendy Peppercorn, C, Cindy Pepperhorn, or D, Wendy Pepperhorn? You see a theme there amongst the answers. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the scene. Mm-hmm. You want to describe what you remember? I mean, I, I know that obviously they're at the pool mm-hmm. um, and squints pretends to drown. He pretends to drown, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're doing yeah. good. You're not getting points for this, but yeah, you're doing right. Good. <laughs> First of all, I'm trying to remember if it's Cindy or Wendy. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's, that's part a of the question, right? Right. But I'm pretty sure it's pepper corn. Not pepper horn. So it sounds like you're between A and B. You just got to remember yeah. Cindy or Wendy. Yeah, she's hmm. she's giving him CPR because she rescues him from the bottom of the pool. Right. And during the CPR, and and fun fact about that scene is the uh, the directors or whoever behind the scenes told Squints, "Don't you dare even think about slipping any tongue during this scene." They literally had to tell <laughs> the kid that. I'm gonna go with Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn, locking it in. Yep. Great job, John. Way to work that out, man. That was great. Wow, are you three for three? I am. My goodness. I am trying to jinx you right now. I'm trying to get in your head by making you realize you're perfect. <laughs> and you're two for three, so. I guess I'm not that far behind, man. Um, we'll see. Maybe I'll get far behind right here on this one. Who was the first person to sign the Declaration of Independence? Mm-hmm. John Hancock, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, or Ben Franklin? Okay, so there's a name that jumps out at me right away, and it's John Hancock, and here's why. Because he had the largest signature on the Declaration of Independence, and it's why, it's why they say, like, let's get your old John Hancock over here, meaning your signature. I also remember, I mentioned uh, Happy Gilmore being one of my favorite movies. I love any Adam Sandler movie, especially before the year 2000. And in Big Daddy, the, the little kid does a play uh, reenacting the Declaration of Independence and the character who plays John Hancock, they say, John Hancock, do you want to sign first? And he runs over and he signs it. So assuming Big Daddy is is historically accurate, I'm going to choose John Hancock. Correct. Yes. Oh, I was so worried that maybe like history just wanted us to think that, but it was really somebody <laughs> else. Uh, okay, I'm feeling good. 
Yeah, I, supposedly he was the first to sign it because he was the president of the, the Congress at that point that was formed to do this. But it is also his handwriting that is the largest as well. Which kind of makes sense because when, you, when you're the first person to do it, you, you think everyone's going to kind of go around you, but then eventually they get smaller right. or whatever. It's kind of like when I remember back in the days when I'd actually write letters to people before the Internet existed or um, or if you're like journaling and you want to fit it all on a page. And at the beginning, for me, anyways, I start writing big and at the bottom, the writing gets really small. That's kind of how that's I wonder if the same sort of thing happened. It could be. That's why I hate online to paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no man. I need lines for for structure. Right. That's something John and I have in common. So there we go. We found one thing. Okay, so that puts me at two for three. No, I'm three for four now, and you're three yeah. for three. Okay, and we're moving on to question four of the Sandlot. Okay, John, what is the actual name of the dog that they nicknamed the Beast? What's his real name? Is it A, Hercules, B, Goliath, C, Titan, or D, Coconut? I want to say it's either Hercules or Goliath. Mm-hmm. Because he's a big dog. St. Bernard, Right? Is that the kind of dog he is? No, actually, I, I'm... Or I'm, no? I'm not sure. It's not a St. Bernard, but he's he's big and drooly like a St. Bernard. Yeah. He looks... He, actually, I don't know. I'm going to have to... We're going to have to come back to this on uh, our next episode. He's like a... You know, I, ha- I do have the internet right in front of me, so you keep thinking. <laughs> oh. Um. He's an English Mastiff. Ah, that's what he is. Mastiff. Okay. Those are huge dogs. All right. They, they, are, they are quite big. Yes. Yeah, so you are right on that about this being a big dog. So, yeah, which name is the right one? Hercules, Goliath, Titan, Coconut. It's a shame this isn't who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> you, you, you'd be phoning a friend right now or what? Oh, yeah. I'm guessing it would be your wife, Emily? It would be. She probably got this one right. I'm guessing she missed number five, which we're not at yet, but she probably got, she probably got this one right. I'm going to go with... Hercules. Hercules final answer? Yep. Great job, John. Man, <laughs> you're you're knocking it out of the park pun intended today. Pun intended. That's good, John. 4 for 4, man. I yeah, did you just do a swing motion? No, I just put my hands together. You're just moving your It looked like you just did a big sw- big baseball swing knocking it out of the park. Unlike the Dodgers versus the first Cubs game in the series. I went to a Dodger game this week. It was really exciting. Dodgers Cubs. The Dodgers got no hit by the Cubs, which by the way, Dodgers are like, I'm obsessed with the Dodgers. And John, what's your favorite baseball team? The Cubs. So it it hurt even more that uh, <laughs> that that we got no hit by the Cubs. We have won the last two games since then, though. So That's true. I, and I think there's a game going on right now. Uh, there is. You're right. And I actually don't even know the score. So <laughs> we'll know by the time this podcast airs. But uh, yeah, you, you got all the glory that night when we got no hit. That was very unpleasant. Currently 1-6 you. Okay. Wow. Six to one. That's good, man. We need, we need an offensive explosion. That's I'm happy to hear that. Okay. I am three for four right now. So the best I can do is four for five. Let's see if I do it. What are the first words of the declaration of independence? Mm. We hold these truths to be self-evident when in the course of human events, we, the people (laughs) a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. Tell me you know Weird Al. Do you listen to Weird Al? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird Al is one of my favorites of all. There's another thing we agree on, John. We're both Weird Al fans. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, it's not a long, long time ago. That's obviously Star Wars. I think the first three are all in the Declaration of Independence. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe some of that is the Constitution. We hold these truths to be self-evident when I'm pretty sure it's we the people. 
I'm pretty sure it's we the people. I don't know of what of this. Uh, you know, I, that's not part of the question. I don't have to answer what's after we the people. <laughs> I am going to go with we the people. That's my final answer. Incorrect. When in the course of human events. Stupid, stupid Declaration of Independence. <laughs> is we the people in the Declaration of Independence? I don't think so. Is it? Is that? The I mean, it might be somewhere, or... but it's the Constitution. Wow. When in the course of human events. Yeah, I mean, the, we the people is the preamble to the Constitution. Got it. Got it. That that yes. Okay. Well, you know, I'm I'm not going to beat myself up too hard about that, but. Uh, I really wanted that four out of five. I'm going to be honest, though. So three out of five, which means you you already won this week because you already got yeah. four out of four. So now what's on the line is, is pride of seeing if you can be uh, you can be the first to go perfect. We didn't. None of us <laughs> went perfect last week, right? Uh, no. Yeah. So so yeah, we went two for five and three for five, if I recall. Okay. Well, this was my favorite question to write for the record, and you'll you'll find out why in a second here. <laughs> Number five question about the Sandlot: Which of the following is not one of the insults hurled between Ham and the leader of the Little League baseball team, the Tigers. So when they're on the Sandlot and they have this back and forth of insults, here are four insults. One of them was not actually said. Which one is it? Was it fart-sniffing butt crust, pee-drinking crap face, scab-eater, or buffalo butt breath? I remember (laughs) scab-eater. As we all do. As we all do. I vaguely remember fart sniffing butt crust as uh, well as buffalo butt breath. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm gonna choose pee drinking crap face. These are some fantastic memories, I'll say that these are the words that you mm-hmm. have in your head. So you're saying pee drinking crap face is your final answer? I am. Sorry. Ah. Sorry, bro. You know what I'm realizing right now is that it's not a trick question, but they do say something about fart sniffing. I think they, I think what it is is there is Ham calls the dude a fart sniffer, but ah. the insult fart sniffing butt crust is never actually used. Okay. Ham does call the other kid a pee drinking crap face though, which if you go back and watch this scene, these kids are good, man. They're good actors. They're hilarious. And this, that's got to be one of the funniest scenes in the whole movie, man. I always enjoyed the uh, the merry-go-round. Oh yeah, that okay. That's interesting because I think that's a fun question to ask people just casually. Is because the Sandlot is full of great scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you think of the Sandlot, what's the first thing that comes to your head? And I think for me, it actually is the merry-go-round and the the throwing up from two in the tobacco. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's just such an iconic scene. Uh, I I read something about that that the the vomit that they threw up was made out of. I think it was molasses and bacon. It was like a combination of molasses and bacon. So fun, fa- which sounds kind of delicious. I'm going to be honest. I would, I yeah. maybe would have eaten it if I was there. Wow, John, four out of five. So close. So close. But you did, you did beat me this week. You've proven that you have, you are more of a genius on the Sandlot than I am on, on American history and the 4th of July. And I'm probably going to be deported as a result. <laughs> Fingers crossed that's not the case. Fingers crossed. Hopefully hopefully no one actually listens to this podcast. We want people to listen. Oh, yeah. Hopefully everybody listens. Hopefully everybody listens and doesn't judge me for not knowing American history. Well, th- this is awesome. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you did great today. You got a four out of five. I got a three out of five. And in the grand total of these quizzes, we've each won an episode. So we're tied one yeah. to one. I think that's a great way to start. Feels like a good balance to the universe. Maybe we'll put a poll out there if you think we should have a scoreboard on the website of... Uh... Who's winning? Maybe we'll have a yearly trophy or something. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Okay, so this is something in the works. We'll start thinking about this. By the way, 
I didn't, this is random because I was looking at a bobblehead right now. I was like, maybe there's like a bobblehead we could give out. The other, the other thing that happened at that Dodger game that was a no-hitter is it was Cody Bellinger bobblehead night. I can't, traffic was so bad on the way in, I didn't even get a bobblehead. So Aww. it was a total womp womp moment for me. So uh, if anyone out there can find me a Cody Bellinger bobblehead, that can be our trophy. Just send it our way, all right? <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe we'll have to paint the Cubs hat on it or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's at least the same color. It's blue. Uh, anything else you got to add here today, John? No, definitely. Uh, like I said, just reach out to us. And uh, if you have ideas on what we should even talk about some t- some week, let us know. Yeah, we're, all, so. we're always looking for your expertise as well. If you want to be a guest, don't be afraid to pitch yourself because we, we will we would love to show off your expertise. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've had a blast showing off uh, the lack of genius that is me. And, uh, and it's always a pleasure being with you, John. Yep, same here. See you later. Lack of genius. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last They don't know they're Mars and Venus That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast Buffalo butt breath